This podcast is being brought to you by WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. WXAV, bringing the best podcasts to you. Support for this WXAV podcast is being provided by Bookies, new and used books. Located at 10324 Southwestern Avenue in Chicago, Bookies specializes in new and used books. Their selection includes new releases, bestsellers, and books that are out of print. For more information, please visit their website at bookieschicago.com. You can also find them on Facebook by searching Bookies Chicago or call them at 773-239-1110. Support for WXAV 88.3 FM is being provided by the Northwest Community Credit Union. If you live or work in Lake, Will, or suburban Cook Counties, you can become a member of the Northwest Community Credit Union. For 80 years, the credit union has offered a comprehensive roster of financial products and services to help their members meet their financial goals. For more information on becoming a member, please visit their website at nwccu.com. You can also call them at 847-647-1030 or stop in at the Credit Union House on the St. Xavier campus across from the Graham School of Management. Hi, welcome to another episode of Awesome Albums here on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. Cesar Nutty here and Eddie. Uh, last week we talked about the downward spiral and... Last week, we also promised our listeners that we were going to talk about Siamese Dream by the Smashing Pumpkins. Siamese Dream came out in 1993 amidst a growing popularity of the grunge genre and a great album Mm -hmm. for sure. start off. But at the same time, I think it's important for us to discuss what kind of genre this album falls into. We don't like to put a label on things, but this album definitely was part of that grunge era in the early 90s but it also has elements of uh alt rock and even a little bit of metal in there i did hear hints of metal throughout a couple of the songs and one thing that's also important to notice is it's a little bit shoegazy at times you know something like my buddy valentine or the jesus and mary jane i think this album right off the bat is unique because they're blending so many genres yeah they didn't go straight for grunge they went for their own style and their own spin on things yes well we don't have to debate like the genre of the album but you know it is a really great and important album and i would say it is a very important rock album to listen to definitely i agree and especially us living here in chicago smashing pumpkins from chicago yes i know billy corgan feels like chicago doesn't love him but I want him to know that Chicago, or at least I, very much love him. Yes, we do. But let's talk about this this album, one of the most important albums of the 90s. I feel like an album that, one of the albums that defined the 90s. And I have to say, this is Smashing Pumpkins at their best. It, I want to say it's them, either this or Melancholy, like at their peak. Yeah, Billy Corgan throwing out very special lyrics into this album that really goes with the music. And the music never stales. They're always changing it up in a certain way and putting different elements into it. Yes. And and going back to those lyrics, it's an album that feels very personal, at least to Billy. I got hints of like topics such as childhood abuse, broken heart, personal reflection across this entire album. I went back and just analyzed the lyrics and songs like Geek USA, Disarm Today, and Rocket, you know, all have... I think some of Billy's best songwriting. Yeah, and especially on 
Disarm. It's a very reflective song for Billy. Yeah. This is an important album for them because you have hits such as Disarm and, and Today, you know, one of their two of their most recognizable songs in their discography. Yeah. Some of their best ever. Yeah. But this album starts off with a great intro. Yeah. And it really brings you into the experience. Yeah, Cherub Rock brings in this these amazing guitars. I, I just want to say, like, the instrumentation right off the bat is so memorable. The guitars, the drums, like I, I, I can hear, I can hear it playing in my head right now. It, it's it's a fine line between like catchy and amazing songwriting and amazing instrumentation. So I think Cherub Rock was a, a really good opener for this album. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, and then we go back, we go to Quiet. Again, I can hear Quiet starting in my mind. Just those that, those waves of guitars at the beginning. It's just so good. Mm-hmm. It's great grunge, and they really fill themselves out throughout the song. Yeah. And, and I want to go back to what I was saying about Shoegaze. It's, it's some, like, songs like Quiet feel very dreamlike, you know, and, and that's what Shoegaze uh, is all about. You know, like having this dreamlike quality to the music with, or making that dreamlike quality with guitars like that. Eddie, I, I had you listen to My Buddy Valentine, and even though I know you, you kind of disliked it, would you agree that like you can see elements of like a band like My Buddy Valentine in this album? Oh yeah, definitely. And I think the reason why I gravitated more to the sound that the Smashing Pumpkins put on that shoegaze was because they made it their own and they really try to do more with their own sound yeah. to the shoegaze style. Yeah. And I also think that mixing like stuff like metal, alt-rock really helped them shine, make them pop out. Yeah. And going on to the next song, Today, they still have their recognizable grunge sound, but they put in some strings mm-hmm. and they put in a lot of emotion to this song to create one of the best tracks that they're known for. Yeah. And it's just uh, a song that can swell you with emotion. Even though it is a grunge album, I think songs like this really highlight what Billy Corgan is capable of. Yeah, today is the greatest. Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk about another highlight on the album, Rocket. Rocket comes in as the fifth track, and it keeps up the energy of the track list. It shows that even though we're already getting this far into the album, the Smashing Pumpkins are still throwing out more and more that they have to offer in this album. Yes, and and like I said before, Rocket is definitely one of those moments that maybe stop and, and take a look at, at Billy's words. I really appreciate the songwriting on Rocket. And then we have Disarm, another yes. emotional song. And this is a song, again, like you can take this out of context, and if you listen to like the rest of this album, you're just like, oh, how could, how could this song fit onto an album like that? And and I, again, it just it shows Billy's talents. I really do appreciate this song a lot. I think it's my favorite on the album, or maybe the second favorite because I have another song I would like to talk about later on. But yeah, definitely a highlight. Billy showcases his, his, his strengths, and I really think it's a definite highlight on this album. Yeah, the strings come out on this song too. And again, a reflective song for Billy and an essential track for the album. And then I wanted to point out that even some of the songs on Soma, some of the Elements in that song sound really reminiscent of like a Pink Floyd interlude. Very spacey, very out there in a way. Yeah. While again, Smashing Pumpkins still keeping their sound. 
Mm-hmm. And I'd like to talk about another personal favorite of mine, track 11. We'll refer to it as Silver Frick because we can't say this profanity on, on the air. But Silver Frick, a eight-minute long track, one of the most complex, I would say, on the album, if not the most complex on the album. I love how it starts very energetic and then two quarters of the way through, it gets quiet. This really spacey, dreamlike instrumental takes over. It's, it's very quiet too, and, and so was so was Billy. He's quiet. And then right before it starts up again, Billy's singing the bang, bang, you're dead. Really love that part of the song. And then it just starts back up again with all the noise and the energy. I would say it's my favorite song on the, the track listing. Yeah, and that song, No Space, is unused. They use that entire track length to really put a lot in there and make it not feel like a seven-minute track. Yeah. And who knew that a song like Manny's could have a, such emotion and and be such a great love song with a title like Manny's? Yeah. Um, Manny's is definitely another one of my favorites. And it really shows how the grunge sound can be utilized without being so angsty all mm-hmm. the time. And then closing out the album, I kind of consider these two tracks both closers to the album since they're both more softer. Yeah. Um, even though Luna is the ultimate closer for the song. Mm-hmm. The song Sweet Sweet is a ballad, an acoustic guitar track, and a little bit shorter, but still trying to hit on this idea that the experience of the album is coming to a close. Yeah. The album started off strong. The album ended strong, but a little on the quiet side. Yeah. Well said, Caesar. Eddie, like, do you want to talk about some of your highlights and your, up, your ups and downs of this album? Sure. Some of my favorite tracks on here are Soma, Rocket, and Luna. But as I always say on these podcasts, the first song is a killer one, and Cherub Rock is no exception on Siamese Dream. Yes. Any moments for you that you you could do without, or is it just a perfect album all the way through? Honestly, it's a great album all the way through. Smashing Pumpkins fills out the entire album, and it never gets stale. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of grunge, you, you think of a lot of other grunge bands, and they all follow a similar kind of formula. But Smashing Pumpkins really tries to get away from that and puts their own spin and their own style to Siamese Dream. Yeah, there's a certain flavor to Smashing Pumpkins' take on grunge and and metal and alt-rock, especially on Siamese Dream. And then I want to talk about my highlights. Uh, Of course, Today and Disarm, you know, two big hits. I grew up listening to those, still listen to those. Soma and Rocket, I would agree with you, are really good songs. And then um, a song that I didn't really talk about, uh, Mayonnaise. Another one. And then, of course, Silver Frick. Really amazing song. I think this is Magic Pumpkins' best album. There's no song that I would rather do without. From start to finish, Siamese Dream is an awesome album. It is an awesome album indeed, Caesar. And keeping up with the Chicago theme, next week we're going to be listening to Acid Rap by Chance the Rapper. And this has been another episode of Awesome Albums here on WXAV 88.3 FM and WXAV.com. Thank you very much for listening to this WXAV 88.3 FM podcast. Be sure to visit our website, WXAV.com, for more information on your escape from ordinary radio.